oh, does your husband help at home? Does your husband help do this? Or does your partner, I should be more inclusive. Does your partner help us, right? Help you. The problem with the word helping, I find it, it just kind of like makes me cringe because it assumes that the job was primarily her responsibility. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break, but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. Hey there, super moms. What you're listening to today has been recorded live inside my Facebook community, Moms Without Capes. Because of this, you may hear me talking to the moms who are tuning in live and leaving comments in real time. But know that the content is super valuable and meant to help you discover and fall in love with who you are underneath your super mom cape. If you want to be part of my amazing community of moms who are getting comfortable with hanging up their capes and be there at the live recordings of this podcast, come find us on Facebook or check out the show notes for the link to join my group, Moms Without Capes. Hope to see you in the group. Today we are talking about unequal labor on the home front. Recently, in fact, this morning, I just got my email. I'll put a post about this later on today, but I just got an email about that I am officially a certified fair play method facilitator. And what that means is fair play is based on a book by Eve Rotsky. I've been putting some posts out about it, but it is a system that will help bring equity in the home as in regards to household labor. So like domestic responsibilities and childcare responsibilities. And so often I'll t- I talk about, um, you know, in order for our partners to step up or for even others to step up means we need to step back. And I'll talk more about this next week on um, next week's live, which is all about boundaries. But This week, um, I wanted to talk about this unequal labor because we have a role in it, right? We have a a certain responsibility and we get frustrated, you know, just asking for help or even stepping back and letting other people help because of all kinds of expectations that we hold. So we get frustrated, you know, that others aren't helping us, that we're doing this all alone, but yet we have a role in this. And it's important that we recognize that role and we recognize what we can do, what's within our control to be able to step back to allow others to step up. So the second shift, what the second shift is, it's a, it was a term coined by sociologist Arlie Hochschild. And I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but it was a term that describes Um, The idea of being like a full-time professional and a full-time mom. So the second shift encompasses like you're working all day or you're working, you know, at an outside career on your career or on your business or your side hustle, whatever it is. And then your like motherhood, everything that encompasses running a home is that second shift, or I guess it could be the opposite, right? Like your home could be your first shift and then uh, your career could be your second shift. But it refers to the household and childcare duties that follow the day's work for pay outside the home. And while both men and women, 
experience the second shift. Women tend to shoulder most of this responsibility. So now in preparation to do this live, I did do some research and I wanted to just throw some stats out on stats out for you. Um, just things that I found very interesting. So if you add the time that you do a paid job plus housework and childcare, women add roughly 50, or women work roughly 15 hours longer each week than men. Over a year, they work an extra month of 24 hour days. Most women work one shift at the office and then one the second shift at home. Now I'm not meaning this to be like some men bashing Facebook Live. I am not. I just wanted to point out the disparities between women and men and wives and husbands, moms and dads, and how um, there is this disparity. And while we've come a long way, right, we still have a lot more work to do. Hey, moms, can't catch a good night's sleep these days? I've got you. Sleep matters. And because it does, not getting the quantity or the quality you need can have detrimental effects on your health and well-being. To feel your best and not only to get through the day, but to have an absolutely amazing day, you've got to get the sleep your body and mind needs, which is why I developed Sleep Matters, a course for moms to help you take care of yourself and get the kind of sleep you deserve. In this course, I teach you cognitive and behavioral strategies used in the treatment of insomnia. We work to minimize the sleep worries, re-equate your bed with sleep, set you up with a sound nighttime routine, and establish an environment that is conducive to sleep. Don't waste another night tossing and turning. Enroll in Sleep Matters, self-care for the troubled sleeper. And finally, Get your Z's. 92% of working mothers, according to this, this survey that I found, says that they are overwhelmed with workplace, home, and parenting responsibilities. 92%, right? And I think that's why many of you join this group, because you feel overwhelmed. You feel like there's got to be something else. There's got to be something, a different answer, a different solution that's going to create or allow you to feel less overwhelmed. Now, this overwhelm can feel, can, can create a lot of resentment and detachment from your spouses. So many moms that I talk with feel disconnected from their husbands. They feel detached because they feel like they are burdening the majority of the labor. And according to studies, we are. We are, which is what led me to become this fair play facilitator, fair play method facilitator, because I know that there can be difference. I'm using the fair play in my house right now, and I am using it more as a family based rather than just my husband and I. I've done some posts about it. I don't know if you caught it or not, but um, I'm going to be talking more about this because the fair play method was meant for um, couples to create equity within like the couple relationship. But because I have teenagers at home, like there's no reason why. So I'm experimenting some and kind of kind of branching out a little bit. And I will be doing some posts about this. If you're interested in finding out more, definitely schedule a call and we can have a conversation about it. So many working moms, I don't know, I might be losing my voice. I feel like it's a little squeaky. Um, many of the working moms answered that they felt that they could they never could even get a break. But 97% stated that their partners 
could. Now, this is something that in our own family, I feel this way as well. Um, and that's why I started implementing this fair play method because I feel like that it's going to create um, some more space for me to take a break, right? I I've definitely have taken more breaks in the past two or three years than I have throughout my whole my whole like life as a mom, but it's become intentional and I'm hoping that this tool will allow me to even step back more and decrease that resentment and that overwhelm and more of a connection with my family and my spouse. Majority of surveyed moms admitted that they felt resentful towards their partner because of all that they have to do. Does that sound familiar? All right, listen up, listen up. So, oh, so now I told you yesterday I had to go get a computer. So it's not touchscreen. My last computer was touchscreen. And I was sharing with the ladies who attended the class yesterday that um, I was so used to touchscreen, but I didn't realize how dependent I was on it. So now I'm looking at my notes and I keep trying to, to scroll up and down using my finger and it's just not working. <laughs> so here are some problems I have, right? The problem with a husband helping a wife, right? When he says like, oh, does your husband help at home? Does your husband help do this? Or does your partner, I should be more inclusive. Does your partner help us, right? Help you. The problem with the word helping, I find it just kind of like makes me cringe because it assumes that the job was primarily her responsibility or is it primarily your responsibility? I once read a quote and it was something to the extent of, I don't want a partner. I don't want a partner who helps. I want a partner with equal initiative, right? Like to come and feel like that team, a team that isn't one person helping the others. A team is working together for a common goal or a common purpose. And that's, um, that's what a partnership should be. And that's when you feel more, most connected and that resentment dissipates. The other thing I have a problem with is um, I, I always freak out in my husband when he says he knows this. He doesn't really do it much anymore. But he, when he's when he used to say, "Just tell me what you need me to do." Okay. The reason that this irks me so, and it may irk you as well, is because it assumes that I am the project manager, right? It gives me one more task that I have to do. The mental load is already so heavy. So when that comes up, when my husband will say that, or when he used to say that, it would just kind of send me, it would, it would make me come unravel because I would just feel like, oh my gosh, this is one more thing. Now I've got to look around. I've got to figure out what he can do. Sometimes I got to set him up to do it. Right. And this is not, this isn't good. This isn't, this is like the opposite. This is going the opposite direction of where I want our family to go. Hey mom, short on time but feeling like you're at the end of your rope or that your bucket is nearing empty? Grab this list of 15 self-care practices that you can do in under 15 minutes. These ideas will get you quickly back on track and are great for moms who are limited on time. I think that's most of us. So check out the show notes or go to momswithoutcapes.com backslash self-care-ideas to download your list today. Um, for so many years, dad got to be the fun one. 
He gets to play with the kids. He gets to rest. He gets to relax. He gets to play video games. He gets to interact, right? Now, I say this, I'm going to add a caveat in, in a minute. But here's the thing he gets to because of what we do. Okay. And so there's our role in it. We get to be the fun mom as well. We get to have fun. We get to enjoy and be fully present with our kids only when we give ourselves permission to do so. And we start setting up our life how to support that. As long as you feel like that, you have to be the one in charge. You have to be the one who makes all the rules or has the house clean or is in charge of everything. When you start letting that go, that's when you get to be fully present. You, but it takes you being intentional about that and making that decision and then learning how to do that. And that's where the Supermom Detox, my program comes in because we talk about what needs to happen in order for you to let go of those things that are keeping you in, in overwhelm, in a state of overwhelm. It also is very harmful to your children um, because you're passing on the idea that mom has to do it all. And I know with my own kids, like they have watched me so long for so long, trying to do it all, right? That I'm sending them this message that mom has to do it all. I'm sending my daughters this message. Like they don't even want to get married because they're like, dang, like, I don't want to be that busy. I don't want to have to be that overwhelmed and exhausted. And then my son's getting past on this idea like he could just play sit around and play video games all day because mom's gonna do it all his wife's gonna do it all and that's not the message I want to send and I doubt you want to send that message as well so it's important to learn now it's not too late to learn how to let go and step down or step back so that your partner can step up because he is fully capable um now that idea of stepping back when I was doing the training for the fair play thing, and I, I did talk about this a little bit in past episodes, but the idea of maternal gatekeeping, and I just love that term because it encompassed exactly what I talk about as far as stepping back and our responsibility. Maternal gatekeeping is that idea of we hold the gate closed and then we get frustrated because nobody's over there helping us, right? Nobody's over there um, cheering us on or supporting us or, you know, stepping up and, and doing the things, the things that need to get done in order to raise children and have a home and all of those things. And so maternal gatekeeping is that idea of we hold the gate shut and then we need to open it up in order to let our husband or our partner or other people, our support system in there with us. Women, women shouldn't have to choose between being a full-time mom, a full-time professional, or a full-time exhausted person caught between too many unfair expectations. I saw that quote somewhere and I was like, I have to repeat it here because I feel like that is kind of like the, the epitome of my work. Like we shouldn't have to choose between being who we want to be, doing what we want to do and being exhausted, being in that forever state of overwhelm. The Supermom Detox, which is my one-on-one -on -one coaching program, fully supports you in order to build those boundaries within the home to remove your gatekeeping tendencies, right? There's things that are preventing you from feeling safe enough to open up that gate. 
And then it also provides you the tools to create equity in your home. And because now I'm an official facilitator, I definitely will be talking more about the fair play system and incorporating it into my um, program. And then I also plan on doing maybe some workshops. I don't know yet what I'm going to do with it, but stay tuned, stay tuned. So in the comments today, I am going to go ahead and throw the link in order for you to schedule a call with me. And that link, you'll get um, my available times. If you don't see any that work for you, definitely reach out to me via messenger or email at ani at momswithoutcapes.com and let me know what times work for you. Let's jump on a call and let's chat. Let's see how I can best serve you moving forward. So that's it for today. I'm excited to, to be back in the swing of things. Join me next Thursday. I'm going to be doing it at 8.30 a.m. Mountain Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. You could always catch the replay. And if you do, do hashtag replay underneath this video. And then if you're listening to this via podcast, check out the show notes for all of the links. And then that's it. All right, everybody. I hope that you have a great, what is today? Great Thursday. And I will see you in the group. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Caves podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes. So send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.